0: 22nd December. My dear Lady Misericordia, I hope you are well. I'm afraid that I simply haven't had time to read your last letter, as fascinating as your drawing of Millicent's ringlets appeared, for we have been terribly busy here. I shouldn't think you will have yet had the letter I sent this morning, about our strange night-time encounter with Oxshot I must admit that I slept very badly last night. I had become accustomed to sharing a tent with Harry, and to suddenly find myself in a foreign bedroom, all on my own, knowing that there was a murderous madman on the prowl outside, did not put me into the most serene state of mind. However badly I slept, there was no time for tiredness today. If Ockshot genuinely intends to attack Yulutonti tonight, then it is our duty to do everything we can to stop him. And while Lord Daunt and the Professor may not believe that the threat is genuine, they have promised, of course, to help if anything does happen. So it was up to Harry and I to prepare any defences we thought might help to stop Oxshot in his crazed career. And we had already been promised what help we might need by Alf and the other workers who were ready to do anything that might keep their master safe. Nicholas, our host, however, had other ideas. Absolutely not. Oh, no, 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 no. No time at all. No time at all. No time, I wondered. I had just outlined some of my plans to him over breakfast, and he was evidently appalled. Quite no time at all. Almost there, you know. And not a man to spare. Not one. Toys. That's what we need. And lots of them. But, but Nicholas, I'm sure Oxshot means every word he says. We need to be ready for him. No, 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 no. We need to be making toys, not playing, soldiers. We can worry about your friend later. Harry started to object, but a light dawned in my mind. It may be, sir, that we can do both. Ah, I recognise that face. Nicholas began to laugh. Oh, we're in real trouble now, Harry. He's got an idea. Oh dear, yes, we're in trouble now. You carry on, young Timothy. You'll be all right. And he strode from the room, chuckling to himself. Harry, at least, seemed to take the threat of Ockshot as seriously as I did, and was quite willing and ready to help devise a plan of action. I already had some thoughts, but we started by making a proper tour of Yulu-Tonti, to see the lie of the land. What an extraordinary place this is. We still have no real clue as to what we're doing here, or, indeed, as to what anyone is doing here. And despite having a free run of the place for the past two days, I am still completely bewildered. One thing is for certain. yulutanti has no real defences. Although there is the big ceremonial gate through which we first arrived and Ockshot last left, there are no real walls around the place. And hundreds of doors and windows and alleyways and gates, none of which are ever guarded or locked, and all of which would be perfectly impossible to defend. The place itself is like a whole village, almost a little town, all jumbled up into one motley collection of buildings. Although there are several large manufactories, like the one that Harry and I created our steam train in, these stand in the middle of a cheerful chaos of houses and lofts and workshops, studios, stores and shops, all leaning together and squeezing apart, with rickety walkways slung between windows and doors let into walls wherever they can be put. And all these places are absolutely teeming with people families of carpenters, hot and busy forges, attics of seamstresses, and basements of chemical inventors. Everywhere we went, we found extraordinary craftsmen and women working away diligently, and most of all, cheerfully. Indeed, what a happy place it is, with everyone dashing to and fro, shouting and laughing, rushing up and down stairs and ladders, in and out of storerooms and tool sheds almost all of them singing some snatch of song or other as they work, and all of them doing one thing and one thing only, making toys. Yes, the whole place, with all its workers and tools, is dedicated, for what reason, I cannot guess, to the sole and peculiar practice of making toys. Amazing and delightful toys, it must be said. Toys indeed, the like of which, for inventiveness, for craft, for sheer and unalloyed joy, I have never seen. But nonetheless, toys, and only toys. Which, when facing an attack by a seasoned and cunning hunter, such as Baronet Ockshot, suddenly doesn't quite seem as wonderful as it might. The only weapons we could really lay our hands on in the whole place were Lord Dawn's pistol and my penknife. All we had else were toys. Which is where my idea comes in. What about those toys? Toy soldiers? Toy horses, toy cannon, toy balloons, toy pop-guns, toy bows and toy arrows. An awful lot of toys that could, perhaps with a little ingenuity and cunning, be made to work as weapons, too. And so, Harry and I set to work. It was an odd task to be undertaking in that merry place, guided by Alf and Tom, stooping through the low rooms, searching out these wonderful things and turning them into weapons of war. But every time I found myself getting distracted by a jack-in-the-box or regretting this terrible state of affairs, I simply reminded myself that if we fail, oxshot may well carry out murder of the most awful kind. We simply must not fail. So we put clockwork in the tin soldiers and sharpened their bayonets. We used the steam from the model trains to power pea-shooters mounted on their boilers. We dipped the sucker-tips of toy-arrows... "'in itching powder. "'We took everything we could lay our hands on "'and racked our brains as to how to use it to stop oxshot. "'I know, my lady, that you think much of the baronet, "'that, in fact, he is more than just the sort of man "'that young ladies like to marry. "'He is the sort of man that you would like to marry, "'whatever your father thinks. "'But I'm sure that even you must agree "'that we must do everything we can to stop him in this outrage.' And I want you to know, my lady, that, in truth, I am just a nervous schoolteacher. And I do not think that I will be able to stop the baronet. Not really. He is strong and cunning and angry and very, very hairy. And I don't think our toys are going to help much, but we cannot let him abuse our host like this, whatever his reasons. I suppose I just want you to understand that I am doing, I hope, No more than common decency and the rules of hospitality require, and that I am being, in my own small way, a little brave, I think. Yours, in haste and trembling. Timothy Hope Esquire, Tutor